0: Patriots. We are here for another episode of the Patriots Voice of Michigan.
1: How are we doing today, Dave? I'm doing just fine. Irritated as usual about the government. <laughs> of course. That's what we're here for, right?
0: Give it, like I said before, it gives us something to talk about.
1: There you go. Well, lots to talk about.
0: Uh, there's always something. What's there's, on your mind tonight? Uh, well, you know, Mitch McConnell, Kaven, Our we just have weak, weak, weak leaders. Leaders. No question. And that's... Uh,
1: They're not that's, only not just... They're they're in the state as well, and lots of states as well, because their yep. whole goal is to stay in that elected position because they like the position, the power, the authority, and they like people calling them honorable, and they love that over they do with the over us, the citizens and the Constitution. There's the real issue.
0: But they they act like three and a half trillion, which would which would actually turn into five million. Five trillion trillion, and they act like it's nothing like.
1: Well, that's because to them, it's all a number. And if they can print it for free, that's... By the way, folks, economy lesson here from Dave H. master's degree in business. Bring it. We do not (laughs) have inflation. You know we have? Devaluation of our money. And the reason we have devaluation of our money which seems, appears that way in the prices of goods and services, is because the brilliant Biden in his economic stupidity keeps throwing money at problems, and it's not going to solve it. It's just going to be a big crash at the end. The guy is an economic idiot, or he really is a socialist and communist, and he wants to be the ruling party.
0: Where does this stop, Dave, it in your
1: opinion? It doesn't stop unless the people stop, stand up and just say no. What do I mean by that? Whether it's COVID, say no. Whether it's wearing masks, say no. Uh, Just say no to uh, people like Biden, uh, his vice president, and all those people underneath him that are putting us in this situation. Everything that man has done economically, uh, morally, militarily, he has ruined. He has absolutely ruined it. I do not see how a Christian can say, I got to vote for Biden. I just don't see it. I don't don't care if you don't vote Republican, but I'm just saying a Christian in good conscience cannot vote for a Democrat, especially since they have now adopted all the tenets of the Communist Party. So I went and did a little bit of digging
0: about the deficit back since Bush was in 2008. Okay. Till now. And we don't even know what this year's deficit is going to be. a half trillion. $10.5 $10.5 okay. trillion dollars
1: added to the deficit Now, in what we got to do is, too and bad you can't look up on your phone right now, if you di- put $1 bills and stack them right up on top of each other with $10.5 trillion, how far would they go? I wonder if they can answer that for us. <laughs> <it. laughs> well,
0: my point is, is that, so we have Bush adding to the deficit. Yeah. And then from 2012 all the way to 2018, we had legislative control
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the Republican Party.
1: Yeah. Well, I tell you what. A lot of people say they're conservative, fiscal, moral, constitution. They get in there and they change. Why do they change? That's the question you got to ask yourself. They change because of peer pressure. They can't handle the peer pressure to comply. So I call them, you know, useful idiots. That's kind of what I call them. Uh, and the other thing is, for many of them, it's the best job they ever had, and they want to keep that job. They got really good—not uh, a great retirement, but they—you can put a 401k in there. But uh, sure. they have really good medical. Yep. So that's what it's really all about. It's about them, not mm-hmm. about us. So in Michigan,
0: Whitmer is going to bring back the um, prevailing wage. Okay. Can you inform our listeners on what that would be?
1: Well, it's the exactly what it means. What's the prevailing wage? So does that just mean like what's the going rate, or how does that? And it's probably dictated
0: by a union. Because Snyder, we took it away for a few years, Mm -hmm. so she's bringing it back.
1: Yeah, well, here's what happens. you got a contractor that bids, let's say from Grand Rapids, that bids on something in Detroit, okay? And uh, he can walk in there because he can pay his wages over here less than the Detroit guy pays his. So they want the prevailing wage, so he has to pay the same thing the other guy who didn't get the contracts, which makes it, onerous for anybody outside because they got to drive all the way over there to get there, hotels right. and everything so it's just a way to protect the unions
0: gotcha it's no wonder Snyder didn't want it but this is our republican party going along with things and this brings up my next thing is are we suitable for a third party to rise up
1: I think it's time that a third party rises up, but I don't think it's going to be. I'm going to my honest opinion. Give them your we don't, honest we don't opinion. Agree because with this
0: you, you know I started the Patriot Party of Michigan. I know. I'm and just, we're working
1: on petitions. I'm telling you what, uh, uh, there people are getting more and more fed up. The, the problem is you don't get the news time, you don't get the radio interviews because they just, right now, everybody's thinking two party. Uh, that's going to be an issue that may take a few years, but I think right now for me, I'm working on four or five seats to flip that were lousy legislators. And uh, if we can start flipping that, maybe we can have a party that does look like the Republican Party. Because right now, Kennedy would be a Republican. He wouldn't be a Democrat. Oh, no doubt. So I, I don't know. I just know certain people I will not vote for. I told you about those already. Yep. I told you I am not voting for this guy. I served with him. I won't vote for him wherever he goes, whatever he does. I wouldn't vote for him. I might vote for him for Dog Catcher. <laughs> but I just wouldn't vote for most of these people that I know that are on the wrong side, that they just lie to their constituents.
0: So when I was at Marlena's, I did end up interviewing a couple of people, but this goes into what we're talking about with third party. Do you feel like a third party could survive?
2: i do as a matter of fact um because of the republicans aren't doing anything his so. name is brad there's something that i heard i'm gonna st- i'm gonna steal this and i'm paraphrasing it but i heard it from somebody else that is the greatest analogy i've heard about um even the patriot wing of the republican party that's in congress right now Because they said what they're like is they're like firemen that drive a fire truck to the fire with no water in it right so they show up and they say, we're here. Right. We're not going to put out the fire, but we're, we just want to let you know we're here. And um, I thought that was the perfect analogy for what's going on. I, I think the country's right for a third party. The MAGA movement is so different from anything else. It's a grassroots movement. It's time for a grassroots movement. It's time for something that's an actual constitutional patriot party that believes in what we're going to... And, and people that will stand up, people that just won't talk. They'll actually take action. And that's
0: that's
1: what we want, right? <clears throat>
0: yeah. So, why aren't we getting at our representation from the actual Republican well, Party?
1: Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you something you probably don't want to hear either. It's called The Citizens Don't Give a Rip. They kind of apathy. And uh, some of our forefathers said the worst thing you can have is an ignorant electorate. Sure. We have an ignorant electorate. They don't know how their people voted. They just know he's a nice guy since his kid's Christian school. He owns a gravel pit. I won't mention who he is. And, uh, that's what they think. They don't know the voting record. They don't know what he stood for. He makes no waves. That's he must be good, so they vote. Sure. So I think uh, when he is exposed, or when different people are exposed, what their voting record is like, and what they really stood up for. Did they stand up for anything in this past year and a half? Sure. I mean, how many have just sat there with on their hands and did nothing? But uh, I think when they hear how they vote, that's key. You can go to iVoterGuides.com. And you can see how your people vote and how they rank them. There's several others. Look it up. Yep. Conservative
0: rank. Review has one, the yep. Liberty Score. Yep. I know in our district, two. Bill Heisinger's got a 60%. 60%. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. And so it's like, how do you... So in our district... So let's say somebody like myself would run against Bill Heisinger. I hope so. Hypothetical. I told you I'd give you a 1000 bucks to start. Hey, that would be awesome. So my, if there was any time in a third party, where Bill Heisinger isn't going to be
1: primaried. Well, he, you said you'd run for him, so he's going to be primary.
0: Well, but being in a third party, though, you wouldn't have that primary. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Because I would be automatically on the general ballot, yeah, and he would be on the general ballot. So the ballot. first
1: thing you want to do is get somebody else that you know to run against him on a primary, and then you run as a third party, and then he bails out and supports you. There you go. i got it all set up for you. <laughs>
0: But my point is, is that even the Democrats in this district voted 38% back in 2020. So I think there's enough room in there where if you run a really good campaign that would this maybe. would that would be your primary, yeah. right? So you get to the end of the and get to the general election, you would take maybe 45% of the vote.
1: What's the number you just said 38% of the people, only 38% of 30 the people voted?
0: Democrat. Democrats took 30 8% oh, they took in 38%. the last okay. election gotcha. in is jurisdiction. So I think there's enough room there um, because he's not going to get primaried. Um, I've talked to a few people. Cindy Holland, she's a really good friend. I think you know who she is. Um, But her philosophy is if you do something like that, she's like, you get one position, you go after it
1: with all you got, Kind of like Whitmer's going to fix the damn roads, and then she doesn't (laughs) fix the roads. She puts the money elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I find it
0: kind of intriguing. I think if there was ever a time that it could happen, I think it could happen right now. And I
1: think you're just the guy to do it. There you go.
0: Well, we'll keep you posted on that.
1: All right. Hey, folks, another thing I want to talk about, it's just hot on my button all the time lately, is the old vaccines and the masks, the face diapers. You know, makes me look like a Muslim. Uh, Did you know that in 1962... I was born in 49, so I'm an old codger. But we only had to get five different vaccines. And they were true vaccines. They weren't manipulated. Right, they actually had the
0: live virus or whatever, dead virus in in it. In
1: 1983, guess how many we were up to for kids up to 48 months old? How many you think? 22. Holy mackerel. Now, 2021, uh, for kids up to 18 years old, a little bigger group. But if you'd get all the shots that they tell you to get at school and the doctor's office... 76. No, uh huh uh-huh. I got the list right Holy here. Cow. I can go right down that list. Now, imagine this. What has happened as a result of all this health business that we've been in? 54% of our children have chronic illnesses. 54%. That's, That's a lot. 1 in 36 have autism. 1 in 12 had food allergies. 14% of our children are in special education. 1 in 285 have cancer. 1 in 26 have epilepsy, one in 12 have asthma, and one in five have learning disabilities. And I remember when I was a state rep, I had the no-vaxxers come into my office, and I thought, oh, a bunch of wackos. You know, that's kind of what I thought at the time, because I got vaccinated when I was a kid, but I never sure. had this many, I'll tell you that. Right. Um, but I sat there and listened to them, and I looked at some of their data, and I had to admit, one thing that really stuck out was that autism business. Yes. And the learning disabilities. Yep. So we're pumping our kids full of a lot of things that. We don't really know the long-term effects. We're just starting to see it now. So. No, anyway. that's
0: absolutely true. Uh, one of these days I'm going to get my Hanan here. She's for vaccination choice in Michigan and she offered to do an interview so eventually we'll get her on, but she's got a couple kids that were vaccinated vaccinated injured. Sure, and so it's real dear to that's, her heart. That's so, a tough one, but folks, that's
1: that's a big one because they're going to try to get you to comply the best they can. And if you don't want to comply or say you shouldn't comply, and here's a reason why they kick you off Facebook. Hello, that's what they did to me. I got about another ten days of Facebook. Jam. You're almost there. Yeah, I'm almost there.
0: Well, Pfizer just came out and said they're about a week away from being allowed to present the stuff for the kids, variant? five for kids, kids five to twelve.
1: For the vaccine. Don't do it. That's all I'll say on that. Just don't do it. Just nope. say no. Just By say the way, no. did you see this uh, past week? Uh, you can't criticize teachers anymore. No. Uh, Attorney General Garland calls such people terrorists. FBI is going to come to your door. FBI Dave. to deal with such terrorists. We're, we're
0: insurrectionists in our own little <laughs> It's all another <laughs> attempt world.
1: to make everybody comply yes. and be afraid. Typical no Biden doubt. strategy. Yep. Steve Schmidt, a co-founder of the anti-Trump committee, compares conservatives to bloodthirsty terrorists. You and I are bloodthirsty yes. terrorists. We already knew that, Dave. And he also had a case of uh, sexual harassment against him. But other than that, he's a nice guy. Oh, sure. Michigan wants to buy 800 acres of more land. Now, when I was in there back in, what was it, 2010, 2012, government already owned 23% of the state of Michigan. Uh They do it from the Natural Resources Trust Fund. In other words, we own all this land. They do tax. uh, They do leases of gas and oil. And and based on that, more money than they buy more land. That's funny because I always thought our Constitution, our forefathers, looked at this as private ownership of land. Sure. Not state ownership of land. And the more they get, of course, you have to have more DNR. The man can't survive without the DNR. And then that you have more officers. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. That Natural Resources Trust Fund, you know where that ought to go? And I've been saying it for years. That, since it's gas and oil, needs to go to our roads or reduce our gasoline prices.
0: So you're saying that, that that's where the money comes from yes. to support the, the land the and DNR. Natural Resources Trust Fund, correct. So, But the revenue into that is coming from gas and oil. Gas lease. And oil. Lease. Now, I thought gas tax and everything was, or you're saying that, the companies are leasing yes. and yes. getting the gas and the oil correct. from correct government land and then that's why they
1: and they're paying for that opportunity. Correct. Yeah.
0: I mean why why would we we should have less tax if well,
1: they're you don't understand how it works. If government's a beast that just keeps getting bigger, the only way you're gonna do it is knock feet underneath and grab it by the juggler. <laughs> so how's that? Okay, so the principle is always the same throughout the world, folks. In Muslim countries, one must conform one's behavior to Muslim sensibilities. In non-Muslim countries like America, one must conform the behavior to Muslim sim, uh, sensibilities. Spot on, folks. Yep. We gotta just bend over backwards to make sure they're welcome, even though they still fund terrorism, even though they uh, have clitoral mutilation, even though they have honor killings. Da 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 da. Just keeps going on and on. Okay. One of the world's largest uh, part operators warns of global supply chain crisis, which will last longer than two years. Yeah, I heard that, too. Wow. Get your Christmas presents now. And some manufacturers are saying they're going to be delayed by three years. That's going to really hurt this economy, folks. Brought to you by the great people of the Democratic Party and especially Biden. you got to love this guy. He's such an idiot. Look into his eyes. The lights are on, but ain't nobody, ain't nobody home. home. I just saw somebody posted a video. He's standing with with two other people, and one person's talking, and an ice cream truck goes by, and he turns around and walks towards the ice cream truck. I thought that was great. <laughs> okay, Biden says he, he can't... A chunk of chunk chocolate. <laughs> he, he can't guarantee U.S. won't default on debt. What an idiot. Of course he can't. I mean, what's he expecting? So... Let's oh, get this guys. straight with you government shutdown. You can't, yeah.
0: Essential. Non-essential. Essential services still get paid. So well, your well, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, um, public safety, those things still get
1: paid. Yeah. It's if they have direct deposit, it's better because I'm not sure the postal workers will be there.
0: Right. Well, they furlough a lot of them, but there's still some of those actually working. Yeah. But it's your parks and things that won't have a ranger or whatever. There's nobody to collect your payment. Which payments, brings but. up to
1: what I told you a hundred times before. Yeah. If a are essential, what do we have them for? They're not essential. That's yeah, exactly of right. But anyway, I hope they do it. I'd like to see a shutdown. I'd down. shut it down, man. And people would be astonished. You're not wasting any money. <laughs> people would be astonished how well things would work, especially in the state of Michigan if they had a budget. By the way, they signed that stupid budget. What a bunch of oh, idiots on Lansing. I don't even yep. want to get into that. Fauci, the mercenary. The BAYH Ba Dole Act of 1980 allows scientists involved. Uh, developing a drug to share in its royalties. Guess what? Dr. Fauci has nearly 3,500 patents. He even had a medical journal publish a fraudulent study that disparaged hydroxychloroquine. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Fauci funded EcoHealth that passed money to the Wuhan Institute. COVID-19 is supposed to prevent infection like polio. Shots don't. And I I was looking at this and I'm thinking, uh, so he gave them money what he wasn't supposed to. He has this other eco health pass money to Wuhan. That is a biological weapon. That's what it was. Sure. So now we're finding out that it mutates. Of course, we already hit this and it gets into another one. You're gonna need another shot. And you get another one. Oh, you're gonna need another Mm -hmm. shot. That's gonna go on forever. It's kinda like the flu shot. It's only good for the flu you had last last year.
0: Right. And I think I said this before. Project Veritas, you gotta find those videos undercover with Johnson and Johnson, with Pfizer. This last one that was just released was Pfizer and they were talking about uh, fetal aborted oh, yeah. tissue yep, in the vaccine. Yep. And these were exec emails that she's getting um, and then stuff's being redacted. Yep. So. What does that tell you? It's, it's, it, yeah. So they're going to have people that want to be um, for religious exemptions and knowing that now we have aborted fetal tissue and people that. Didn't know that before. Yeah.
1: Now that's, that's just a mess. Well, they, my wife was even telling me, she heard it on the, on the radio, that when they found them doing that, they weren't doing it. They just aborted. Some of the kids were still alive and they were harvest, harvesting their organs because they wanted the organs functional. Unreal. Uh, Texas Capitol, Austin. They defunded the police. I love this one. Guess what murder rates did? <laughs> you think they went down? 37-year <laughs> high. So who? Which one, what's one city that has some of the most strict requirements for guns is Chicago, and they oh, have the says, most most deaths. It's unbelievable. It's wor- it was worse there for a long time than it was in the Middle East. That's yeah, crazy. It's un- unreal. Biden increases welfare payments by guess how much? What percent? What do you think he increased them? Oh, I did see that. Twenty-seven percent, 20, yep. folks. That's called government dependency. That's called government votes. That's all the idiots are after. Airlines requiring employees to be vaccinated. American Airlines, Alaska Airlines, JetBlue. uh, The airlines are all following those policies. That's a loss of freedom and your own health. Vaccinates are dangerous. We already went over that. These
0: people need in these businesses. They need a lawsuit. They need a lawsuit, but they need to... just walk off the job because then they won't be able to fly these planes and then they're going to have to come back and be like, oh, we're sorry, but, but, you but you know that's what not going to happen. They're all
1: afraid of losing their job and they got kids and nope, they got a family. I, I, I understand. understand. I do too. Okay, uh, what else I got in here that I can just tick you off with here today? Biden, uh, let's see. Democratic organizations uh, are using a sneaky idea that would ensure Republicans never hold the Senate again. How? relocating Democrat voters in red states. Example, Bernie Sanders and Occupy Democrats who work remote jobs are asked to move to places like Alaska, Montana, North Dakota, Wyoming. And they could flip eight Senate seats if they did that. So it would take, they figured, uh, somewhere $14 billion to do that. Which would pay $5,000 moving expense for each person that's willing to move, and $1,000 a month for rent assistance for five years. So you're
0: they're taking people from red states mm-hmm. or blue states and moving them to red states. Yeah, exactly. To try to and flip they're it. just going to be a locust. But they got the money to do it.
1: That's the scary thing. Hmm. Okay, seven states push non-citizen voting. In other words, you yes. can vote. California, Maryland, Vermont. However, fourteen states don't prohibit it you got to prohibit that, you guys. Arkansas, California, Colorado, Illinois, Maryland, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Ohio, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and Washington, and Wisconsin. No illegal should ever vote. Any illegal, in my opinion, and this is a bill I'd love to put in at the federal level, that is caught here illegally should never be allowed to be a citizen. Plus, if you come here illegally... Uh, and you're here. No health care, No education. No jobs. No welfare. No human services. Send them back. All Biden's doing is increasing it. Now I just heard today, Biden's thinking of tearing down the wall that has oh, already been nice. built by Trump. If that's true, guy, uh, is that? Uh,
0: can't get is me on the this voting subject. thing a constitutional matter? Uh, I mean, because
1: they don't really spell that out. No, every state and the federal government has laws against voting. But it's so it'd be a states
0: rights issue.
1: It's how they choose to vote, but there are certain things you cannot do. You can't vote illegally. That's federal as well. So
0: right, because they wanna they wanna make the popular vote and dismiss the electoral vote.
1: Yes. That's what so they're trying is. to do
0: that too. So but again, would they have the ability to do that? Is that a constitutional thing or would that be a state's right? Because if question. the states can't right. answer If the state's right has that option, then majority rules, and Republicans
1: would never win. Well, that's what they want. That's exactly what they want. Well, anyway, you're going to get me on that subject, and uh, I hope we never see that, but if people are stupid enough to open up the Constitution to change it, you watch what's going to happen to it. They wrote that, except the Bible, that's probably one of the best written documents I've ever read. Mm -hmm. Don't ever give that up. Don't ever let them open it up to change it.
0: Well, I know... Um convention of the states are really pushing to to do something. And they got quite a few states that are already gone through the resolution process and you know are over halfway there.
1: Something else that they do, the Democrats have done really well with Biden in office, even though he didn't campaign and couldn't get a crowd bigger than a hundred. Uh, the difference between a regular recount uh, an audit, and a forensic audit is huge. A regular audit simply says, yep. We had 5,280 voters, and the machine counted 5,280 votes. Doesn't say whether they're legal voters. Doesn't say whether they had no signature, you know, if they're absentee. Doesn't, yep. doesn't say, check whether they don't live there anymore. Doesn't check whether they're dead. It just checks that that's what went in, and that's what we count with a hand vote. So when they say they're doing an audit, they're just doing a hand vote, it means yep. nothing. So
0: if, if forensic is not in the word for an correct. audit. Correct then it means absolutely nothing. And the forensic nothing.
1: audit catches all this stuff. Yep. And we talked about it last week, I think, about how Arizona found more, over 24,000 25,000 votes that went for Biden that would have switched the state. Oh, yeah. And at the end of that whole thing, even though they said, oh, the audit's all good. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Biden won more. <laughs> yeah. With the re- And right at the end, it says, so this dollar. election should have never been certified. Nope. That's what it said. So go figure. Okay. Where else are we going to go with this here today? What, what else got? can we tick the people off with? Okay. I'm just looking here through my little paperwork.
0: Oh, by the way, we were going to have uh Mike Brown for governor on for an interview, but he ended up getting COVID. And the crazy part is, is he had the vaccine Yep. and this was the second time yep. he had COVID. So, uh, and it's, it's just, it's minor, you know, it's minor symptoms which leads me to believe that the first time he had it, now it's the Delta, but now his body is able to kill it much more better so or more quicker. So okay. it's
1: always milder symptoms. How much time we got left? You got five minutes? Oh, yeah, we got plenty <clears throat> okay. of time. Here you go. The Democrat platform believes in a welfare state, socialism. Sure. I don't. We're republic. Our forefathers, when they first landed in the 1600s, came here. They found out that communism—you're all for one and one for all—didn't work. They almost starved to death. They had to, each man had to plant his own crops. Yep. Supports a high progressive tax system. No kidding. He's going to get that now because he's spending more money. Uh, supports a government universal health care. Always bad. If you've never been to a communist country like I have, when you have a universal health care system run by the government, it's going to go down the tubes. It supports clean energy regardless of the extreme costs, for example, wind, solar, and so forth. Folks, the cleanest, cheapest, best energy that lasts a long time is a nuclear energy. Yes. Uh, they want less military, but they want more welfare spending. Uh, that's for two reasons. One, welfare votes get more votes. And uh, if you have less military, that's good for the Democrats because a lot more uh, people in the military vote Republican than they do Democrat. Let can yep. tell you that for a fact. They demand all businesses pay $15 an hour, you know, so your kids aren't going to get the job. Somebody else will. And then, by the way, they'll probably hire an illegal. They'll take that $15. there will be four or five of them living in a house, all making 15 bucks an hour.
0: But the cost still stays the same, right,
1: for that product? Yeah, right. <laughs> that'll go up. Okay, calls for us to pay all college debt for those making up to $120,000 a year. What? That's what the Democrats want to do. They want to pay all college debt. That is not a right according to the Constitution, folks.
0: Well, like I said last week, Michigan's budget, $2.2 billion to colleges and universities. Uh, that was so wrong. What,
1: they what is need, that? That's that's a payoff. That's all it is. They calls for us to pay all colleges. I just said that. They want more land owned by the government. Oh, by the way, that's just happened. I just talked <laughs> about that. They want to spend a huge sums on climate change, which is can never be proven, but... They want to spend the money on there because that's something that can't be proven. So they must be right. That's what they think anyway. anyway. There was
0: an article in uh I think it was M Live did an article about how the falls in Michigan are becoming warmer. But then I'm like, Well, the last few springs have been pretty cold and lasting yeah, longer. Cyclical. So
1: it's all cyclical. Do they
0: do a yeah. do they do an article on that end of it? No. No, because it's cold, right? Yeah. And then right now, I just read that. South, um the South Pole has the worst winter on record, as far as the cold and everything. So guess what that's going to do? It's going to so,
1: freeze everything up all over again. Yeah, uh, it's all they, cyclical. It's so dumb. Matter of fact, I won't say who it is, but it's a it's, wood wood uh, TV and radio guy who's a weather man. He says to me, he, he takes so much flack from day one. He said this is not accurate, it's not true. They can't prove it. They can't not prove it. We're just listening to idiots. But anyway. Okay, they support higher taxes on fuel and oil companies. Well, that's probably one of the quickest ways to hurt the working class is to make sure it costs them a lot more money to get to work, but not gasoline. They support the LGBTQ, multiculturalism, and religious secularism. They support feminism. They oppose voter ID laws to vote. They support abortion. We've lost over 60 million of our kids. Uh, that's Sad. a lot. Of, that's that's God's not going to look at us favorably when we do those things. Nope. It supports sanctuary cities for illegals and illegal immigration and DACA and all those things. Good grief, folks. You can't encourage them to come here and expect less to come. You're just going to have more. We got well over a million already this year, not to mention the 25 million we have in before they came. They oppose the marriage of one man and one woman because it can be anything to anywhere. You watch. Before too long, they're going to even say... Uh, animal, you watch. It's going to get that Mm, bad in America someday. I know. Oppose the death penalty, no matter what the offense. And see, I think the death penalty is biblical because the Bible talks about if a man takes a man's life, you know, on purpose, Mm -hmm. whatever, his life must be changed. Support constitutional right for foreign military combatants. They support the constitutional right for foreign military combatants. Yeah, I don't understand that one. What it means is you can have a foreign entity come on our property, on our country here, and uh, take a little control, and they can use those. And I'm I'm thinking, they're not U.S. citizens. No. To me, that's an invasion, but that's a stupid thing to do. And
0: maybe that's what China's doing, trying to buy up all... I think that ought to
1: be all repatriated for COVID-19. Yeah, no doubt. And supports a division of Israel into two states. Look at the history once with Bush... And in past times, every time a president wanted to divide Israel, their reign as president, they got in trouble. Bush was one of them. And you don't want to divide Israel. Matter of fact, Israel is only a fraction of the size it was when God gave it to them. And God said, I'm going to bring him back. And everybody that comes against them is going to be uh, very much admonished because uh, Israel is never going to not become a, a country again. And they eliminate any mention of God on their platform and do not like Christians unless... They're radicalized. There you go, folks. All I can tell you is if you can vote for that, you can vote for anything. And the Republican platform, I'm going to tell you, is much better. Do they all abide by it? Nope. You got to get rid of the ones that don't.
0: Now, here's a so i got the Liberty score for Michigan's reps.
1: Oh, I know what that's going to be. So right.
0: Tim Wahlberg.
1: Oh, yeah. He's
0: 58%. Yeah. So that's an F grade. Yep. We have
1: John Molinar. Well, what's he? 48%. Oh, uh, that don't surprise me. I served in a, a state house with him. He'll go either way. Tell me which way to go. Which way the wind blows? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Jack Bergman, 52%. Well, that's still pretty bad for up there up north because they're pretty conservative mm-hmm. up there. And uh, the thing that bugged me about Bergman was he voted to continue doing sex changes in the military, and I went ballistic. I said, just defund it, and they can't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let the military decide. How's that working out? There's yeah, doing no it. doubt.
0: Uh, Fred Upton, 32 percent. Oh,
1: that. Yep.
0: Uh, let's see.
1: Bill Heisinger, 60 percent. And that's from our one of the most conservative districts in the state. I know. What was I? The last term, I was 100 percent. The time before that, I think it was 90 in the high 90s. Yeah. I was never below 95. I don't think. So there's two in here with 100
0: percent: Lisa McClain and Peter Meyer, but. Peter Meyer's a joke anyway. What do you mean hundred percent what? Hundred percent rating for conservatism.
1: No, Peter Meyer's not a hundred percent conservative. So what it's showing here. What? Hundred
0: percent. So based on his votes,
1: oh, they're saying he that can. he's a hundred percent.
0: Oh good but, grief. I me, mean, he's an anti Trumper.
1: Let me ask the questions instead of them.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I I'm having a hard time with they're that.
0: Pretty he, spot on with the other ones. He but.
1: went he went in uh I took an airplane over to the Middle East and was going to really b- play big shot. That kind of backfired on him. It didn't go well at all.
0: Yep. Well, he's a he's an ever trumper. and yeah. By the I way, I think he's a one term.
1: By the way, anyway. the guy who was running against him. I support uh, Ken Norton. We had him here a couple weeks ago. Yep. On the air, spoken so, well spoken. Knows the issues. Knows the Constitution. We'll, prior military.
0: We'll um we'll still be getting interviews um in the next few weeks and stuff. Getting them lined up. We've got Schmidt coming on and then okay. um. Is it Regus? Yeah, Regis? Angela Regus, good so lady. We're gonna, we're gonna get those two. Those
1: two we got to get elected.
0: Yep. Um, and like I said, Mike Brown, we had to reschedule that one. Um, so yeah, we'll keep everybody informed, and appreciate your. We're still getting more downloads and still going, so people are loving episodes. Um, right now, Afghanistan is the largest one. Oh yeah. So they really love that, that well, episode. So that's, Afghanistan. I mean, that was
1: you're talking my game here well, as a fighter pilot. It just it, hits
0: everybody home when we lose Americans.
1: Tajikistan has already gotten some of our equipment from. Uh, oh, really? From them, from Afghanistan. It's going all over the place. So our technology is going everywhere because of Biden. Yep. And now we find out that his generals said, "You better leave twenty five hundred troops in there." Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He left everything and everybody and just split. What? Yep. So, uh, I just hope our military's got some kind of plan to destroy that stuff because it's going to hurt, kill a lot of people, and no it's going to be us infidels, because most of them over there are Muslim.
0: Well, and it's going to happen on our soil again. I have no doubt that that's going to happen they're going to try
1: something, yeah, no question. They always do. They're going to die and get their 72 virgins. I don't know where they get them from, but they're going to have them, so.
0: Not my religion. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see where that goes. Well, we have John Rocha, is that pronounced right? Rocha. Rocha. Sorry about that. He is running against uh, John Upton, or Fred Upton, for the Michigan 6th District, along with Steve Cara. Um, welcome to the program.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very
0: much. So I guess the first question is, um, why? what made you get involved in the politics, and why do you feel like um, you can change Washington?
2: Well... You know, the simple thing is that I've, I've always enjoyed watching politics and watching things play out, uh, but, you know, over the last four or five years with Trump being in office and watching how Republicans have just kind of sat on their hands and did nothing, and then watching how Democrats are doing obviously the same thing, and then Republicans continue to do the same thing, somebody had to step up and do it. So I've always waited for somebody to do it, you know, that's just what we do. Somebody will step up, somebody will take care of it, but nobody was. You know what? It's time to do this thing, and... So I jumped right in the race, and a lot of people will say, hey, you know, why Fred up My 34-year incumbent, why would you choose him? And I say, well, it's prison rules, right? You go to the prison yard, you find the biggest guy, and you punch up. And so here I am, right right dab smack in the, the heat of a battle, and uh, I don't plan on backing down.
0: Yeah, and this is probably one of the biggest battles in our country's history, that what, what we see going on right now, we're on the verge of, socialism and communism right on our doorstep um, you obviously a marine corvette what is uh, what's your take on the president and the involvement with Afghanistan?
2: Well I mean or lack thereof uh, you know a lot of people will say well they'll, obviously they want to point the fingers at President Trump and say well he's the one that had ordered this withdrawal but I would point back and say yeah and, and supposedly Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Uh, he has the authority to go ahead and extend or do something better. He doesn't have to listen to Trump, but apparently Trump's ideas were better than anybody else. He had no plan. You know, I have men that are still serving in the United States Marine Corps and watching that happen, watching that unfold. How do you do that? As, as, even if, if you worked at fast food, which I've done before, how do you, how, how do you make amends with what you just did? It makes no sense as any kind of leader on any level to do what he did um it's absolutely disgusting um he should be impeached he should be removed from office and that should be the end of it he should be gone
0: should be tried for treason in my mind What's that? I know I know treason is a very strong word but with what
2: it, it's treasonous. yeah i mean you're
0: you're embedding and aiding and abetting terrorists by giving them all the equipment we had billions of dollars sitting there in 100 dollar bills you're giving manifests of people to the taliban so they can go hunt and kill I mean, this is just asinine.
2: Yeah, well, it's it's treasonous. You're absolutely right. Tr- absolute treasonous, and and he should be uh, put away, if not uh, uh, for for a very long time. He shouldn't be just be able to just be impeached and just go along his merry way. He should be uh, uh, never be able to see the light of day. That's what he did, and uh, watching our young men and women die, um, he he should be not here anymore.
0: Moving on to obviously in West Michigan vaccines and the mask mandate in particular with a lot of these counties enacting a kindergarten through sixth grade mandate for masks where do you feel like people say well there should be an emergency clause and should this be one of them should the government federal government run that should be a, should it be a, a state's rights how do you see that all playing out
2: an emergency clause? No, the, the, our rights are given by God. Our government's meant to protect the Constitution, uh, that protects us. That is it. So they were never meant to protect us. The government, we—they work for us, right? I don't believe there should be any emergency clause. I believe we have the right and free will, uh, as a free people in a society, to 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 do what we want and make the choices for ourselves by autonomy. Whatever it is, we know what's best. It's the reason why the states are separated the way they are. We don't have bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. telling the people in the farmlands of Kansas what they should be doing based off of what they're doing in Washington, D.C. And there's no, there should be no clause that is a um, one-size-fits-all. And I don't think that works. It, it's proven it doesn't work, uh, and the pushback is strong. And I think you're seeing that right now with the states that are pushing back and saying it's not going to happen.
0: Well, that's kind of similar to what's been done because out of the 84 counties in Michigan, there's only been seven or eight that actually have a mask mandate for children in school. Sure. Is that where you feel like the local level should be able to handle that versus a statewide blanket? Well,
2: I, I, again, I don't. I think mandating or forcing anybody to do anything um, is unconstitutional. Um, I don't believe that even on the local level they should have that authority or the autonomy to be able to do that. I believe that parents and individuals have that choice giving risk assessment and the availability to do it i don't believe we should uh, sit there on the even on the local level and just say well here government think for me do the research for me tell me what's best for me some people may like that i understand that but when you go into that that area that gray area now you're restricting that for all the people who are like no i've done my research i know what's best for my family and i'm not going to do this right i don't believe i don't believe in mandating no masks for anyone i believe it should be a choice right Right, Everyone it's no should have that ability to do
0: that. Right, it's no different than so. If if you believe as a Christian as I am, God, His design of government is is pretty much marked everywhere, right? Because even yes. even as marriage, right, you're the head of the household. That's a government. You're the head, wife, and then children. That that's your little intergovernment, right? So you're in charge of what you do for your kids. The government, Correct. the federal government. I argue with this people all the time. They're not there to take care of your kids. You are. It's your responsibility. Absolutely. Uh, with the election, obviously we're almost 12 months away for 2022. Do you feel like we'll have election integrity by then?
2: Well, we're working on that. So my team with Matthew DiPerno, with Jovan Pulitzer, Angela Regas, um, the Hillsdale people, um, from the GOP have been hard at work putting together a citizen's initiative for a full-front it. In fact, the bill is written right now. We're just making sure, because this is our chance, this is our one shot, right? We need to make sure this is right. We need to make sure that we don't have any issues with this bill. We're, you know, we're running it through the ringer, making sure that there's no loopholes, everything's solid, and we're getting exactly what we need in order to hold those people accountable for any um, misgivings or any actions that they did uh, in the federal election for 2020. That being said, I do know that there's also some petition drives going forward about election integrity, securing things such as absentee, uh, voter ID for absentee ballots going forward and so on and so forth that's also going to be on a petition drive. So I think we can combine looking forward to 2022 and securing those loopholes as well as 2020 and holding those accountable uh, with all of these actions that they did. I think we can combine those two and have a secure election. That is my hope.
0: How, how realistic, um, yeah. though, yeah, how realistic would it be for our governor to actually sign something into law?
2: Well, that's the great thing about Citizens Initiative Petitions, see, that it doesn't require a governor's signature. Um, this Article 2, Section 9 of the Michigan State Constitution allows citizens to create, amend, or reject laws, uh, including amendments in the Constitution. It requires a petition drive. It's a signature drive. We have to get that. It literally goes to the House and the Senate for a vote, and that's it. It becomes law. The governor has no say on those whatsoever.
0: So regards to the economy, I'm in construction and the labor shortage is just unreal. What would it take to get people back to work? Are we, I, I go back to years ago, even before COVID, even in West Michigan, they were talking about West Michigan in general. Just had a lack of labor workers. Is that still the case, or is it because of COVID, all the government money, people sitting home, getting that government check? Where are we at?
2: So September fourth ended both the state and federal uh, COVID unemployment extensions. So, uh, in fact, I was just talking to a couple of people who own a couple of factories. You know, they've had six people on the floor and then in one week they went from six to twenty. They were finally able to fill it because people don't have that money coming in anymore. So I believe that was an issue. Uh the only other issue I see coming forward now, which is why we need a strong state legislature and a strong strong governor, is with this uh quote unquote decree from the King Biden um on high in the White House saying that any employer with hundred employees or more must mandate the vaccine, mm-hmm. I would never recommend that to anyone. So if that's the case, where do these people go? Um, I, I feel like this may be a play to help small businesses. Small, and I don't think that that's what their, their aim is. No, don't get me wrong. Don't misconstrue that. I don't, that's definitely not what the last play is on this. But this could help out small businesses who really need the help, really need the people, and people could go to these small businesses and not require a vaccine and can work free from that. Unfortunately, small businesses were decimated with COVID-19, so they're far and few between. What you're going to find is you're going to find employers that, such as large factories or, or, or things like that that are going to require tons of people, and thus they're going to fall under these executive orders. So um, I, I think you are seeing people come back to work, which is good because of these unemployment you know, extensions that are done, but you're going to start finding a few more people are either going to, to lose their jobs, quit, or not work because they don't want to take this vaccine, and nobody should mandate that. So this is going to be... Very tricky again, if we had a good state representation and a good governor who could push back and say, "We're not going to follow this like you know like you see in South Dakota and Florida and Texas, uh it might be a different play, but unfortunately, we don't obviously we have Governor Whitmer and, um you know, I thought Jennifer Granholm was bad, but
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Jeez. what uh when you talk about the vaccines and dictator Biden, I just read a report, I think it was today or yesterday there's a hospital in Texas and their CEO said they might have to close the hospital down because they won't have enough staff. And Mm -hmm. I I believe that's going to be statewide. Sure. I have zero faith in our healthcare system right now Mm -hmm. because you have reports out there where remdesivir that was giving to treat Mm -hmm. COVID is now actually causing people to die in hospitals. Unvaccinated people are in hospitals are, I mean, the vaccinated ones are in the hospitals. Where do we go in society where the government is controlling the health care? Is it the money? Is it, I mean, it's just so mind-boggling right now what has actually happened with the health care system.
2: Well, so this is this is a lot to unpack. So this is a, a much larger issue, right? For, and I tell I talk to people all the time on the campaign trail about this. This is something that we've been dealing with for 40, 50 years we've all been complacent, myself included, about just allowing uh, money to say hey look we can you know in, in politics money in politics saying hey look I know what's best for you I'll take care of you and going oh yeah the guys choose to be pretty cool I'll go ahead and circle him in on the ballot the problem is, is it hasn't done it and, and here we are we've all been complacent and one of the things that we talk about is money ends up buying these things money ends up buying these elections and why is that the case it's because money can purchase a shit ton of ads on TV and radio and mailers in your mailbox and just get flooded with it. It takes millions of dollars to put that stuff out, and true grassroots conservative, principled, moral individuals just don't have that money. We always are looking at those individuals going, this is the person I stand by. This is the person who would change Washington. But the moment comes time to vote, we go, oh, but the other guy has more money, and he can beat the Democrat. Right, and so we all just flip switch real quick and go vote for the guy because we're too scared of the Democrat. You know what I'm scared of? I'm scared of rhinos. who I have no idea how they're going to vote every single time. I know how the Democrats are going to vote. I know how they're going to vote. I've I'm had tired. that.
0: Yep, I've had that conversation you know? with you know state reps, and they're, they're yeah. they always bring up the fact that oh we need we need a candidate that can win. And I'm like, excuse me, what did you just say? You need a candidate that can just win. You're not concerned about um, constitution freedom, any of that, that's all secondary. Well, we have to start somewhere. Yeah, They they say we need to start somewhere. If we have that R in there, at least we can win. We might lose a battle but we're still probably going to win the war. And that's my next question is, I'm fed up with the Republican Party. And being in the voting booth for 30 years, when Bush came along and then Obama and then no backbone, like you said, Bill Heising is here in our district and he's just a big old flake. I wanted to run against him back in the day. And like you said, these grassroots, how can a grassroots person like myself even be able to want to be involved knowing that they have that big hurdle of, well, he's, you know, Peter Meyer's a good example, all that money sure. most likely bought him that seat.
2: So that, that's a great question. So there, a, a lot of people ask and then ask, especially with the redistricting happening this year. I mean, why are you getting involved in politics so early? I, re- I started my campaign on my birthday, March 27th this year. That's when I announced. They said, Whoa, that's 18 months before the primary vote. You got to settle down. I said, No, I don't. I said, I don't have millions of dollars to get my name in a mailbox. But what I do have is a car, some gas, and my feet to be able to get to every single event that I could possibly imagine to make sure people know who I am. That's the important thing. So I think what grassroots have to do, and at least that's my strategy for now is we have to be able to get to every single event. We have to, right? We have to get to every single event. We have to get our name seen. We have to get our uh, shake hands. We have to, you know, I've been to bonfires with three people. I've been to rallies with thousands. and Everything you can imagine in between. And we have to get our name out there. Now, will I be able to put a mailer out there? Sure. Will I be able to do a radio ad? Sure. Will I be able to do a TV ad? Yeah, probably one of them. The important thing is that these people will remember you because you stopped by their house and you shook their hand. You saw them at a county fair. You passed by them at a parade. You stopped by their house for a drink. Whatever it is, you saw them. Now when they go to the ballot, they're going to go, oh, there's another guy named John Roche. I haven't seen his name but a couple times, but I know I shook his hand. And, and the statistic that, I, that I'll let you know about real quick that's, that's so mind-boggling sad is that 35% of voters – vote based off of what they see on TV, radios, and the mailers. And the reason being is because we as grassroots don't get to those 35% voters, so they only see one person in their mailbox, or two. They see a Democrat and they see a Republican, and they're going to vote for the Republican. But if that other grassroots guy is out there and they know it, then that takes that number down. And that's how you defeat it. You defeat big money with big feet.
0: So with all of the issues that we're having with rhinos. I'm a precinct delegate here. Um, in my second precinct in Ottawa County, and I see the corruption. And this was my first two-year term as a precinct delegate. It is mind-blowing, even in the Republican Party.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The corruption and oh yeah, so it kind of set me back to the point where I don't even know if the Republican Party is even salvageable because it's so deep. What's your thoughts?
2: Well, I mean, I think, you know, as it stands now, is it salvageable? I think it's possible, but you have to have an overwhelmingly amount, a large amount of patriots coming in in there to salvage it. Um, That's what we need. Um, The Republican Party, as it stands, cannot stand any further. It doesn't represent the majority of the people. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. And we have to continue to change that, whether it's by little or by a ton. We've got to be able to make that happen. Um, can we change it? I believe we can with the right people. I believe that's absolutely positive, you know possible. But we've got to keep pushing. We got to push hard. How are you
0: sitting? How are you sitting? Fundraising? You got any events coming up that you want to shout out to people? Yeah.
2: So, absolutely. So today was a big day. Uh, I um, actually I'm headed back as soon as this phone call's over. With I'm headed back to uh, Ted Nugent's home. I was out there on his ranch today. He publicly endorsed me. Uh, which was fantastic. So I've got a good video on my webpage, uh, my Facebook. So John Rocha for Congress on Facebook or JohnRochaForCongress.com. You can go there as well. We do have a big event tomorrow as Ted Nugent is going to be in Centerville, Michigan in, in St. Joseph County. Uh, he's going to be down there. Uh, he's going to be playing, this, uh, doing his little TED Talk. He's going to do Star Spangled Banner. and He's going to bring us all up and we're all going to be speaking. So that's going to be a huge event tomorrow. starts from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So that's going to be a big event. There's a lot of people from across the country that are going to be there. Uh, speaking, uh, Bradley Dean from Minnesota, who's a, a fiery patriot. It's uh, it's going to be a big deal. So I hope a lot of people will show up, and I would love to see you there if you other people there.
0: Uh, speaking of endorsements, obviously in your district, that's running Steve Cara was endorsed by President Trump. What's your feelings on that? Sure. Uh,
2: well, you know, hey, good for him. You know, I'm focused on my campaign and focused on, uh, on on reaching the people, and that's the most important thing I can do is just reaching out to people and making sure that they're not alone and that they have a voice in this race, and that's all I can do.
0: That's great. Well, appreciate your time. Um, good luck with your campaign, and I'm sure we'll be talking again. Sounds good, sir. I appreciate it very much. Thanks. Good night. Good night. You are listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.